right, so it's Out the Box Talks, a brand new episode. You know what I mean? Uh, this is Krill. I got my co-host A-Level in the place. Let's get and some now claps listen up. to the South Bronx Finest, A-Level the Flyers. What's up? What's up, man? We had some technical difficulties starting, so we apologize that it took a little while, but we are officially live on YouTube on the Out the Box TV channel. Um, we got some special guests in the place. You know, um, let me just do my claps again, man. Some special guests here. This is a... This is an interesting show, A-Level, because um, I first want to say just thank you to each and every guest here for doing this show. Um, it took a lot to get this to pop off, but I'm grateful for everyone taking the time. It is Women's Month, and we felt like it would be great to have this panel of ladies give their perspective on hip-hop. Right, A-Level? Yes, so, you know, listen, what's great about this show is I got... My baby mother and my sister's on the line with us today. Yeah. Hit, the, hit, hit, hit the point. Yeah, yeah. So we about to get it in. I um and um just the names, right? So we got fabulous Laz here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and we have what what, what do you want to go by? The wife of the finest of the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> Talia Gem. Talia Gem, which is my queen. She is here today. So these ladies are like um, very close to us. And we wanted to have this conversation because we felt like um, they represent like the everyday woman and, and mm -hmm. their viewpoints yep. are valuable. Right, A-Level? We talk about hip-hop so much. We talk about how much hip-hop means to... Um, us as, as brothers, but it still reflects on the women. So um, we wanted to kind of have this show so we could get their, their viewpoints, right? Again, thank you all for being here. Uh, just wanted to first start off the show just by asking y'all, how do y'all feel being in the seat? I know y'all see us do this all the time, but how do y'all feel? How does kinda, it feel being here? Yeah. <laughs> Give us your perspective. Anyone could go first. Well, it's interesting, you know, because... <clears throat> I'm usually used the to mic seeing closer. my husband Krill and my brother A-Level always do these shows and I'm always here supporting them all the time and always being there to, you know, videotape them, just help them in the whole process of Out the Box. So this is definitely a new experience for me being behind the mic. Definitely, definitely. Um, and I'm glad that you could witness this, but she's been behind the scenes for a minute. You know what I mean? It's just that we had to bring her out, Talia Gem. And you, you could hear that voice, that singing voice. But well, we got fabulous Les here. Tell us how you feel being in this seat. I'm excited to be here. This is actually my first <coughs> um, podcast, so it's a little weird hearing my voice, but I'm excited to be here. Yes, yes. That's what's up. Happy to have you here. Thank you. Um, I'm excited because I know for Al, who's my husband, this is not only a hobby for him, it's a passion for him, so it's Good that I'm able to sit by my king and see him at his finest. In the flesh. Aww. Physically. Can I get a little flesh. hand clap for that? A little Thank hand clap. Thank you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we can't overdo the hand claps. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, all right, so I love that, man. I love that. So one of the first things I wanted to ask you all 
being that this is a podcast that really focuses on hip hop, I wanted to just kind of just take it a little bit back and find out from you all, like, what was like the first hip hop album that you purchased or resonated with you? Well, for me, um, my parents are Haitian, so they didn't really understand the English language. So we were, my brother and I were able to listen to all the um, rap songs that had cursing. So we were listening to Lottie Dottie and wow. we, and because they didn't understand any of the language. So we grew up listening to a lot of things that maybe other kids were probably censored from listening to. So we had uh, the opportunity to listen to whatever was out. I was born in 73. So whatever was out at that time, cursing or not cursing, we were exposed to everything. So I don't re exactly remember what my first exposure was, but I know that whatever was out, we had free reign to listen to, and we loved it all. And we grew up in the MTV, so unlike now, everything had a video then. So we loved the videos, we loved the songs, and um, we just grew up on hip-hop. Definitely. Shout out to Sister B on that one. Is it cool to call you that? For the all day. All right, Sister B in the place. Lottie Dottie A-Level. Remember we were talking about um, storytelling. Yeah, that's just interesting that she would bring that up. You Thank know. you. What I wanted to uh, also get into, I don't know if it's, this is too early. But, can um, we can we go around the room yeah, and get they, the get their perspectives too? The like, or um, I, I would ask Fabulous Laz, like, what was the first hip hop album you that resonated with you? Um, so I basically got exposed to hip hop through my brother, A Level. Alright, alright, one more clap. Yeah, they they they, they, they clowning my name right now. Radio World, they clowning me. I guess the first hip hop album that I really really liked because I was much older was the Blueprint Jay Z. Oh wow, yeah. that came out in what two thousand and one. Yeah. Oh wow, you remember that? Yeah. Every everything. song in that album. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. I used to drop my sisters crazy y'all in the hip with, with the hip hop so much. The Source magazines was like religious. You know, I had to sit there with the Source magazine and they used to come in and annoy me and bother me. You didn't talk yeah. to him during that time. Could not talk to him. <laughs> So, so you had to lick my, my index fingers or whatever, you know, to try to gross them out to get them out of here. That's when they would run out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> so we got Lottie Dottie. That was the Slick Rick album, right? Was uh, Sister B said that was a Slick Rick album, right? Yes. And that, wow. Um, that, was, that, was, that was when Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh were, were a group yeah. during that time. When, when did that album drop, A-Level? That or really more wasn't or less an album. Time. It was more so like a 12-inch. 12-inch, got it, it got it. 87. Yeah, 87. So you're right. talking 87 to 2001 mm -hmm. in terms of the duration yep. in between. So Talia Gem, I want to hear this one because I actually don't know it. <laughs> so um, what's the first record that resonated with you or album that resonated with you? Wow, there are so many... So many songs. I really can't come up with one in particular, but I got introduced to hip hop, of course, through my brother. All right. You know, um, when I was a little girl, he's always like, Siobhan, come listen to this new record mm. over here. It'll either be an EPMD, Pete Rock Seal Smooth, and, you know, um, all these old school rappers that were like so dope, you know, and um, used to be so nice sitting down listening to those musics, um, new type of music with my brother late at night. And um, I really don't have one particular album maybe maybe boot camp click right. there's lots of different um rappers i love karis one you know all the classics all all the time you know so um but 
Yeah, I don't really have one in particular. I just love all the old school rappers and, and what they stood for and, you know, that they had real content of what they were talking about. Not, not throwing any shade on the new, um, the new school, but I resonate a lot with more of the, the music back then because back then you had to be a great lyricist, but not only that, the beats had to be hot. If the beat was hot, you had it. You had everybody. Why? People be hearing the beat first. Once you hear the beat and you feeling that beat, after that, then you start listening to the lyrics. Right. But the beat had to be hot, right. you know, to get people's attention. So I'm I'm coming from that era of the beats had to be popping. Right. I had to feel that beat. Once I felt that beat, then I start to hear the person's voice and what they had to say, and that resonated a lot with me. So I'm, I'm I miss that, you know, at mm -hmm. times, you know. You said the beats had to be hot. Who was your Who was the producers you was listening to? Um, I would have that to was say hot. Pete Rock. Pete Rock. Woo. Primo. Um, Heavyweights. What's the next one? Oh, my God, Albert. Um, looking at me? the front door. Large Professor. Large Professor. We just posted something from yes. Large, yeah. So, man, those, those were the heavy hitters. You know, you have all the people like Nas and all the people was messing with those big-time producers, Fat Joe, Everybody, you know, those were the it guys. If you had them on, on, on a track, you were popping. I mean, you made it. You were big to get those type of producers on your, um, on your record. You know, so I'm Siobhan, coming from that time. Siobhan like the male version, female version of me, y'all. <laughs> Word, I was yes, like, yo, yes. I was about to ask, like, how she get into that? You know what I mean? Me and Siobhan was tight with the music. Yo. Oh, yes, definitely. I was the one that bought the records, but Siobhan was listening to everything. All the mixtapes I used to make, all the pause tapes I used to make, Siobhan would be the first person to hear. Wow. Yes. That's what's up. Yes. All right. So, A-Level, you got another question for the ladies? That's good. I, I like that. I, you know, we got uh, Slick Rick. We got Jay-Z. And uh, you said you just gave a, a, a list of different. Like, yeah, different um, Yeah, like rappers. the You did say boot camp, which boot is. Camp, yeah. Like, yes, they were definitely popping hard in the 90s, boy. That's what's up. You had Wu-Tang, you know. It was definitely so era. you just was a golden era. Yes, girl. golden era. All right. Had to be hot. The beat had to be hot. Everything just had to be flowing. You know, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So, you know, transitioning from the fact that we already talking about um, origins of hip hop, of how we started listening to it, you know, well, for you guys, um, in terms of image, I mean, I, I'm some, I, I just... I was in the I was in the store one day and I was looking at the uh, magazine, Rolling Stone, and uh, on the cover it was like uh, he's a new female rapper. His name is uh, SZA, Megan The Stallion, and Normani, and um, it's just real strange looking. I'm like, okay, y'all familiar with those names? I know Megan The Stallion. Yeah, I know Megan The Stallion. Okay, so I just wanted to ask you guys: Are women moving forward or backward in the hip hop industry? Because, I mean, I really thought that, you know, women were really trying to get away from being objectified and just being sex sex images, you know what I'm saying? And just having something a little bit more offer than that, just being an object. I don't know. Well, to me, back then, the women, when they were coming into the hip-hop game, they were just about trying to compete with the guys, right. with the lyrics. It wasn't about trying to be sexy and all of that. They wanted to show as a woman I had just as much skills as a guy. Right. And I can do this. I can do it as good as a guy. So that was pretty much what females were trying to do back then. It wasn't all about I'm trying to be sexy and all of that. That sex stuff came down the line. You know, so um, it's definitely a big difference. Today it's all about your body. I don't think the women are talking about really much today. It's just about 
looking, you know, showing my sex appeal off, trying to get people to look at me in, in a sexual way, but I'm not really saying anything, you know, and then you have a lot of young girls looking at this and they think that's what you're supposed to do because it's, this, this is what makes you in. People like you if you're showing a lot of your behind or your boobs and stuff like that instead of hearing what the person really has to say. They don't understand that these things really do affect girls. You know, then you have a lot of artists who will say, well, that has nothing to do with me. I'm not responsible. It's their parents. But at the same time. Sorry. Go ahead. The headphones dropped out. Go ahead. She going in. Talia Gem is going in, man. I knew you. I knew you was going to go into <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, um, but at the same time, these same kids are supporting you. So don't tell me you're not responsible. You are responsible. Right. When you are a celebrity, I don't care if you're an actress or whatever you are, you're a big influence right. to the people. Right. You can't say if you're not responsible. Yes, you are. Because remember, these same people that you're not responsible for, they, you depend on them to put you out there. They're the ones that's putting you out there. Right. So you are a role model. So anything you put out there, you have the youth and people following you. That's what it is. It comes with the territory of being a celebrity. That responsibility comes with the contract, whether you like it or not. You know, so like I'm saying back then, women were about trying to show their skills and trying to show that they can do things as, you know, rap as good as a guy. But today, it's not even about that. It's just about showing your sex appeal. And just look at me, and then if I look sexy enough, you'll like me, and you just dance to my beats, and that's what it's all about. And that's it. Right. And that's all you see today. Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, and all that, nobody's not looking to see anything else. Even if they really probably has something really good to say, nobody's not going to see that because they put their image out there as sexual from the beginning. And even when you see their videos, people are looking at the body. So even if they may be saying something, maybe, that's a big maybe, nobody's not paying attention to that because it's all about sex mm. today. Sex is what sells. But can I ask a question, though? Sure. I don't know. I can't think of one song that any of those three perform would you guys consider them if they were like fully dressed and wore clothes that was not revealing would you think that they were talented or do you think people just follow them because of their image their physical image or are they actually talented in your opinion i think that they're all talking about the same thing i feel like back in the day you had lauren you had lauren hill who was like conscious and then you had little kim that was more like sex appeal but like these days everybody talks about the same exact thing so you can't differentiate any of the female rappers. And I think that's the biggest problem. And I think that is putting female rappers backwards because no one is saying anything different. When I look at Meg Thee Stallion, Kalani, or the other female rappers, they all look the same. Everybody has a lace front. Everybody has no <laughs> clothes on. <laughs> Got it. And I think Meg Thee Stallion is nice, but every time I see her, she's shaking her behind. You see yeah. her ass. I would like to see something a little, a little different from her. Got it. Yeah. So... Yeah, because they said she's educated. They said she yeah. went to school and she graduated, I, but most people don't even think. I think that. she has. I think she has a lot of potential, but the only thing I see is her body mm. every time. Yeah. Do you think there's a market for a bunch of Lauren Hills? Like, if other people came out was talking about the same conscious rap as Lauren Hill, mm -hmm. would people be interested? In other words. Is the new generation interested in Lauren Hill or are they interested in these other rappers? I think the new generation is interested in these other rappers, unfortunately. So that means somebody has to step out and say, this may not sell, but I'm going to be the one to start a new movement. The only way a conscious rapper could maybe make it is that they would have to be catapulted to the same way how 
these sec- these these women that you see today that's very Publicized, sexual, they would yeah. have to be in that type of arena. Right. Maybe if you see more of them in that type of arena, then it can maybe change it up and balance it out a little bit more better. But most of the time when you see people talking about conscience or upliftment, you barely hear about them. Right. They're not promoting them as much. Right. Mm-hmm. Sex is what's being promoted more. So people see that more. So they feel like, oh, that's, that's what it is. But if they were promote more consciousness, like back then, with Tribe Called Quest and Queen Latifah and all that, yeah, it was out to the forefront. People were in about uplifting themselves and wanted to do right. You know? So it's really the consumer's fault is what this really boils down to because if the consumer is not if the consumers are saying i don't want to hear this anymore i'm not going to buy this content anymore then there's there wouldn't be a market for it if nobody was buying it i don't think it's the consumer's fault you know what you're given that's all that they know yeah. they don't know anything different whatever you're exposed to that's, that's it this whole thing and i say time and time again it's all done by design I can program anybody to like something if I play it long enough. Mm-hmm. If I play the same song 37 times a day, every day, for three months, I didn't like it before. I found myself singing songs that I don't even like. <laughs> and if I flood the market with it, and if that's all I'm offering, then that's all I'm going to eat. And that's what's happening right now. You have an industry that is perpetuating these kind of images. Well, you were saying the answer to that question is balance. That's all I need. Because these kind of girls always existed in hip-hop, but it wasn't just only them. Yeah. That's the problem. There's mm-hmm. no balance. Mm-hmm. If there is a, there is a, a, conscience, a conscious effort by some entity or some intelligence, I can't tell you who it is or what it is, that is specifically targeting people to, okay, all I need you to focus on is titties, this sex money and and, and and that's it. That's that, that that's what I need you to focus on. But this has been I need you to focus so long. for years. <laughs> this is over twenty years of, of 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 programming people to just think that, and then people start saying, "Well, yeah, I must need to get that. I need to do this all the time because that's what it is. That's all I'm exposed to. If there's nothing but watermelon for you to eat, you're gonna eat watermelon. And think that the watermelon is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know." You know, I, I this is this. Qua- Go ahead. Just to say that there is responsibility and accountability on both sides of it. I'm not admonishing and saying, "Hey, oh, listeners, you you should be." Able- yeah, people should say no. People should quit it. But when you've been an addict that has been exposed to this amount of drugs for this, this amount of years, and say, "Oh, you should just quit it," it's not that easy. But it's what the record labels want. And if you if you still have someone that's constantly pushing this stuff down your throat, you know that's that's a that's a major problem. You know these are the platforms. If Lauren Hill, if there's 15 more Lauren Hills, or I'm not even gonna say, say Lauren Hill. You have people right now like um, what's homegirl name was signed Rhapsody. to Rhapsody. Oh yeah, Rhapsody. Um, Where, she's signed to actually Rock Nation. She's yes. doing she's doing great music. I'm pretty sure there's a thousand more rhapsodies in the hills somewhere. But she doesn't even get publicized as much no. as Megan Stallion. Because that's not what that's not what the majors want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not what the majors want. They they we want somebody that's giving you more. And matter of fact, I'll give you another example. Um, what's the girl name? Um, Remy Ma, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Love Remy Ma. Remy Ma didn't always look like that. <laughs> Remy Ma was hardcore <laughs> when you started out. Yeah. Do you don't think that some point in time that 
the label started to approach her and say, listen, you know what? You need to look a little bit more sexier. Mm-hmm. You need to show a little, show us a little bit more sex. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you're nice and all, but if you want to get to a broader fan base, you need to appeal to all of these white people and these mm-hmm. white men that see black women in a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. So let me just continue to you know show you a little bit more flesh. Because she didn't look, she, it wasn't always about that. Now all of a sudden I'm seeing a whole different kind of person right now. A really different person. Can I, can I disagree with you? Sure. It may have been that, because I know she recently had a baby, and I know me being a mom of three-year-olds, and your body didn't look the way it used to before, that could just be a, a, a personal decision that now that I'm getting older, I just want to market myself differently because she doesn't seem like the type of person that looks like she's pressured by anybody. Mm. By she was like that before the baby. She was she was getting like that before the baby. That could have been. And remember, she was jailed. She was in jail. So Bring the mic closer out, to you. She kind of probably came out in jail and said, "I don't. I I want to change my image." I, I my point is this: every time somebody starts to dress a little sexier. I'm not saying it's not the record label, but it can just be because I know me as I get older, I definitely see a difference in just the way I think. I mean, y'all should see me now, but um, <laughs> that could just been that that could have just been a personal decision because she doesn't look like the type of person. Of course, I don't know her, but just the little that I know about her, she doesn't look like she's swayed easily by any record company. You talking about Remy? Remy Ma. Yeah. I, that I just could've probably could have been a personal decision. I just want to look different. I don't want to. I mean, I don't. What did she wear before? Like you know, baggy clothes? there's not that much. As far as I can remember, it, I saw Remy in a Source magazine cover. I think it was Source. And the first time I saw her, she had on like a, like a, a basketball jersey and a fitted hat. So she looked a little rugged. But, um, it wasn't too long after when when she released her, I think it was like her first debut out, al- like her debut album. Mm-hmm. She started dressing like that. Right. Um, but you you may have a point. Yeah, that might be, be a personal decision. I don't I don't think my wife buys into the fact that it's the the, the labels in the in the, <laughs> in the industry that's doing this stuff. No, but, I'm, I'm sure that they do. Right. But I'm just saying, in each case, I don't think that they're the rationale behind it is because someone is suggesting it. I think once you've reached a certain level in the game, then you're not really worried about someone telling you what to do. I believe if you're young in a game, you're going to listen to whatever your manager and whatever tells you. But Remy Ma has been in the game forever. I don't think she has to. I was just using Remy, Remy as just one example. Right. But, you know, this is. I, being somebody that's been in the industry and, you know, you're trying to shop a deal and you're shopping records to labels, these labels, these radio stations, these video networks, they're looking for a certain image. They already have an idea of what they want to push to the public. This concept of the people make the artists and the people are requesting artists is a figment of people's imagination. There is, payola is real. It's very real. And if you want a certain kind of control and whatnot, you can, you can, I've literally watched certain artists. Why? I'm like, this artist is so dope. Why you don't hear them on the radio? Why you don't hear that on the radio? Why is it always the same thing? Money, clothes, and hoes. Money, clothes, and hoes all the time for 20 years. We, nobody's really living like that in real life. Nobody's really living like that. Mm -hmm. 
Why is it being pushed to us? There's, there, there's a concerted effort to keep to keep people's minds in those in, in, in that mind state. Not to think and reflect about anything positive. No, granted, there's plenty of negative things happening in the world right now. But what about, you know, just reflecting a little bit of honesty, you know, and, and being genuine, you know? So, you know, I wanted to ask the question, um, are there, are there limits to the sexy image in hip hop? And if so, how far is too much? Like you can answer the first one. If, if there's an, if you guys have an answer to that one, are there limits? In to the, yeah. To the sexy image. Uh, because from what I've been seeing lately, and it's not even lately. It's been happening since Foxy Brown, Little There's Kim. No limits. Like, but I mean, in terms of your perspective, like, should there be a limit? And what? And if there is a limit, like, how far is too much? You know what I'm saying? What is that limit? I can't speak on what somebody shouldn't should and should not do. That's their that's their personal choice. Cool. Um, but I don't really think there is a limit because people are going to do what they want to do regardless. Right. It's true. I mean, like the first crazy image that I seen or like an image that I wasn't really used to seeing was Little Kim's hardcore album. Right. I've never seen anything like that well, yeah. <laughs> until, <laughs> until I seen Little Kim's album. It's true. Mm-hmm. She's comfortable with it. Then, hey, I can't speak on somebody else's limit, but I thought it was a bit much. But you're right. You really can't tell nobody mm-hmm. what to do. They're going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. But like you said, Little Kim was like. You actually see her on that yeah. album cover, the way she was squatting down with right. her legs wide open. Everybody was just like, even I was just like, it. wow, she's really bold when I saw that. And all the dudes was just like, yeah, you know, they was into that. But I was just like, wow, that's really striking. But wow. But, you know, she was dope and everybody, you know, she was a good. Ah, Kim was she, nice. She was, she was hot with it. Yeah. She was hot with it. I think they even said that Um, if I heard on one of the, she had like an interview one time. And she said who helped to pick that album cover was Biggie Smalls. Because there's several different covers she took. But when they had to, like, finalize which, which picture, he was like, that one. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That one, he said, that's going to stand out right there. I just like Little Kim because I felt like she was original. Nobody was doing what she was doing. Now that's I feel true. like everybody does the everybody. same thing. And I'm like, is this really you? Or is, are you doing this because you're being told to Everybody's be doing it. That's you know? the difference. <laughs> Sure, That's the right. difference between me for, for these other rappers and Little Kim. Are you really original or do you want to do this? Right. It's true. You're right. Who pushed it the furthest? I'm going to stick on this question. <laughs> <laughs> Who went the furthest? Who, which female rapper went to a level that you was like, all right, that's a little too much? Wow, well, you have Cardi B and a lot of them doing the stripping thing yeah. today now. They took it to a whole yeah. nother level. Little Kim was doing her sexy thing, but she wasn't stripping. You see, um, Cardi B is coming from a stripper background. Right. So if you mm-hmm. look at some of her videos, you see her in the strip clubs, like rapping and doing her thing. And even in one of them, she was naked. Lab dances. Yeah, lab dances, all of that. So we are at that level now of strip of the stripper thing now. We're glorifying the strippers. Exactly. Right. That's what that's what hip hop that's what it's female hip hop has become yeah. true. It's right. stripper strip pole music. It's you know? true, right? How do y'all feel about the male counterparts, which in in many ways represent the majority of the voice in hip hop? Right? How do you feel about male rappers and their 
relation to women in hip hop, like in terms of how they connect with the women in hip hop and, you know, how they even portray women in hip hop or just women in general? Do you feel like there's room for improvement? Do you feel like the brothers are doing the sisters right right now in terms of how they showcase the women or portray the women? I think the brothers are portraying the women the way they allow them to. Interesting. Period. You only could do to me what I allow you to do. Mm. Anybody disagree with that? I think that they I think that the brothers play a major part in how females are portrayed because look at the videos. No one has clothes on. So basically they're saying what that's what sells. Sex is what se- is selling. So female rappers are going to do the same thing. So men are definitely accountable. But then look at Lauren Hill. She came out in the midst of craziness, fully clothed, and her career soared. So she didn't care what was going on to mm-hmm. the left or right. Right. But it was so, lyrics. Right. She was very, very talented. conscious. She was fully dressed. You never saw her out there with you only saw her neck and her wrists and her ankles. She never had anything crazy on and she made a huge career out but of it. But what made so. Lauren Hill different? Was it because she already had the background with the Fuji's that gave her platform to do that? That and also she actually was talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, you know, she was in great by association because even she stands on her own. Because didn't she come out with an album Ooh. outside of the Fuji? Yeah, the yeah. Miseducation. And, the miseducation. And, that's yeah. right. That and she stood on her own. And she could have easily flopped coming out fully dressed. But she took a stand and it worked for her. So, um, again, I still think it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. It just takes that one person to pave the road. And I think we need more of those one people to say, this may fail. I may look so stupid. I may be going against the grain, but this is what I'm going to do. And you're in a climate where you're not encouraged to be original. Yeah. You're encouraged to follow the pack. And I think that's what really separates the difference between us back then and us now. No one encourages and no one rewards the person that is doing something original. I, I could dig that. And I, I like the varying perspectives, right? Like, I, I want y'all to keep it 100. Like, I want Beatrice to be... not. I want nobody fighting on, this, on the show. But I want y'all to keep it 100. I want y'all to give right. y'all full perspectives. Because right. the reason why we felt like we would bring y'all together is because we feel like, although you guys don't speak for all the women in the world... Each of you have a perspective that would that would reflect to multiple the way that multiple women speak, right? And we we me at a level I could speak for him, like we our perspective is that we want to make sure that hip hop is giving respect to the woman. You know what I mean? Like I feel like me personally, I feel like hip hop has some improvement to do in that in that field. But I wanted to hear y'all perspective, you know, in terms of. You know, because like uh, Fabulous Laz, you said that um, the men should be accountable. I, I agree extent. that. I agree too. Mm-hmm. To a like, certain extent. It's both parties. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did y'all hear the um, the thing about Ari Lennox? Lennox every, anyone knows who she is? I've heard uh, of her. Okay. So. Go ahead. About how you said how, about how men feel. Yes, you do have a lot of men that like the sex appeal. Um, but then you do have some that did express that they don't like any of the female rappers, like Lord Jamal. 
and even Sean Price Ooh, said that. that and Jermaine Dupree. Yes, they, 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 I think it was on one of the interviews, they asked him, who's your fav- favorite um, female hip-hop artist? And Sh- Sean Price was like, none. Wow. I don't like none. The way how he looks, it's like he's looking at them like they're not being serious. Mm-hmm. I guess because how they portray all this sex appeal and right. to them, it's like he's not taking them seriously. Hey. I'm not saying he may not have one, but when somebody asked him that straight-out question, Everybody's it was like, none. You think you're getting male thing. respect, but you're really not. Wow. Exactly. They're respecting you for what you're showing them. Exactly. You know? Everybody said the same, the same thing, too. Thing. That's the problem. Yeah. So, you know, maybe if some of them would take it seriously, then yes, some of them were like, well, I like me. I think maybe um, Lord Jamal said maybe, maybe Rod Digger. I think the way how they were talking was that they would respect women that's more talking some, you know, talking about the lyrics and not just showing this off. So you right. do have some men that are in hip hop that do like females that's actually saying something. They really don't care for a lot of the ones that's have themselves all sex, you know, sexed up and all and that you kind know, of stuff. There's nothing wrong with being sexy, but when I have to see it all the time, then it becomes redundant and It becomes and boring. played out. Yes. It's, it's yes. played and out. And I think that's what the issue like, I'm is. I'm looking at this picture in the Rolling Stone. I'm like, yo, this is played Let out. Let me see. Dude. Yes. Like, You're right. That's a recent picture? Yeah, that's um on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine. Who's on that cover? Um, um, this is SZA, that looks like SZA. Stallion, and Normani. They all look alike. Yeah, one might posted that. I was she in One Direction? Who? Armani? I don't know. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> she was. There's a group called One Direction. Not One Direction. What is it called? Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go. But not to cut you off, you can continue, but it was just a point that I wanted to make. With no, that. that was a good point. And actually, I do want to pick up from that. because like, why, why are you even making this face and you hoisting up your boob? I'm like, you know. <laughs> That's Meg Thee Stallion. What, what is Meg Thee Stallion does? Her album actually it? came out today, by the way. Um, I forget the name of it. I, I don't really check for Meg like that, like, but I know she's she's got a movement. I don't know any of Meg's songs. All I know is that she has a movement and she twerks every time I see her. Right, right, right. And she's in school and she seems like she has a cool personality. That's all. Yeah. I, that's all that it's I know true. about. Right. Yo, I, here, here, I have a, I have a, a thing about um, like usually when they interview Meg, right? They'll say she's um, they'll focus on her going to school and her um, you know, in in addition to her like sexual appeal image, like they'll focus on her, you know, her going to school and she's an educated sister, which I think is a wonderful thing, you know. But um. Just, just like I see, like on Instagram, you'll have, and me and me and Talia Gem always laugh about that. You go on Instagram and you'll have, like, you know, you'll see ladies um, twerking, but they're doing like fitness videos and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, what, what, am, what are we looking at here? Is it, is it really? Are, are we? Are you really trying to inspire me or inspire other women to, you know, to to learn yoga poses, or is this all about sex? Like, how y'all feel about that? The Instagram thoughts. Is that a marketing <laughs> appeal, though? Is that something that you think they're just doing to, um, you know, get get their numbers up, get you know, get views or get likes or even you know, get people to purchase whatever they're selling? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or is that yeah, like how y'all feel about that as ladies? Like, because I know y'all like that's not something y'all y'all are some respectable ladies. How could I say? You know, like mm-hmm. y'all I, y'all ain't doing that stuff. But like, what's your perspective? Is is that just something you, you feel like that's hey, do them, or you feel the way about that? 
Well, first I want to say um, Normani was not in One Direction. That's an all-male group. <laughs> she was in Fifth Harmony. It was something. So I just, sorry, Normani, if you're listening. Um, she's part of Fifth Harmony. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, do you. That's how I feel about it. Respect that. But when you do you, just know that you're going to have lots of different opinions. That's what I'm saying. Some people are going to like it, and some people may have some negative things to say. But like you said, at the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy, right? But it does come with a lot of opinions. It comes with responsibility. Yes. Especially now, I notice that now that I'm a mom, I view things differently. And um, I remember, of course, growing up, born in the 70s, that was a million years ago, you can just turn on TV and just watch pretty much anything. You didn't have, unless you had cable TV, HBO, Showtime, you can watch regular channels. Now, even regular TV, I find Al and I having to change the channel on stuff that's on channel five, channel seven, that's just terrible content. So uh, it's definitely a different, um, a different time than when we grew up. Yeah. That you could just sit us in front of the TV, no matter what channel, again, unless you had cable, and the content is fine. Now just watching the Grammys, like our girls can't watch the Grammys or the whatever. You can't even watch the Grammys. You cannot. <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't be up that late anyway. Right. But if they are, right. you can't just sit in front of the TV like you when we did when we were growing up. You can sit us in front of the TV and just go do something and know that nothing crazy filled your head. Not now. We're, right. we're stuck on YouTube watching, you know. We're living Nastia. In a, yeah, or a little... <laughs> Whatever. You know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is? We're living in a town where people like to see drama. Right. They like to see sexuality. They like to see problems. It's Reality not about TV. Exactly. Yeah. They don't like seeing upliftment. To, to, to some people, they say upliftment and righteousness is boring. Mm. They would like to say that. That's why a lot of people like to show drama and hollering and yelling and People like to watch that. They say that all that niceness is boring to people. Right. Death and chaos is a tasty thing for people, man. Yeah. People, people love it. We have an addiction for death. We like those things. Yeah. That, that's even down to what we eat and how we eat our food and everything else, you know. That's true. The stuff that's good for us, you know, is boring. Who, who's your favorite female MC of all time? MC Light. List. MC Light. Yep. Nice, MC Light. Have to say that. But everything about her, because even when you see her now, she's just poised. Yes. Yeah. I don't even I'm know what her. her ankles yes. look like. I don't even know what her knees look like. <laughs> but I can tell you that she's amazing, MC Light. Proud it's of her. True. Um, I'm not gonna do MC Light because she's a little bit before my time. Krill is on a game with the sound effects, boy. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say I have to pick two. It would have to be Lauren Hill. It would have to be um, Little Kim. And I actually think Nicki Minaj is actually really nice. Yeah, she's dope. Mm-hmm. She, she's dope. I just wish she would um, less sex. Yeah, yeah. You know, just give me give me something else. Give me something mm-hmm. twist because there's five thousand other people that copied that already. Yeah. So remember, Nicki Minaj took a lot of um, Little Kim style too. Remember when she first came out, there was a big drama yeah. between Little Kim and her. It still is. And they were saying, this still is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they was talking about how, oh, Little Kim, you you know, you're not in no more. It's all about me. But Little Kim was like, that's my style. How are you going to be disrespectful to me? 
Which is true, you know. I mean, you gotta. To me, um, if somebody came out with something before you and they created, you she mothered. Pay she mothered her style. Exactly. But did Nicki Minaj say those things, or did the fans put that in her you, head? It was just so obvious. Got the it. color hair, everything. The first rapper to really I seen do that was Little Kim. It Got was just it. so obvious that she had the whole Little Kim style down. But instead of her paying homage and giving her respect, it's like you've seen a whole well, bunch. Did of, she pay homage to Little Kim? I've never seen it. Because they had a lot of beefing going on. I mm-hmm. could be wrong, but like I just remember there was a lot of beefing going on. And little Kim felt disrespected okay. and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but yeah, but um, yeah, like you said, she's nice. But if she would tone down some of the sexuality and become more serious and focused. Well, a different side. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. But like Queen Latifah and all these people, like you said, MC Light, um, Lauren Hill, um, even Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown was doing her thing too. She was she pretty. Was. She was pretty hot. You know, she had her little sex appeal on, but it wasn't crazy. Right. She she still was doing her lady thing, but you saw her come with that straight raw, you know, hip hop, which I could respect because she was doing both. She was still showing yeah. herself that I'm a woman, right. but I can still come hardcore like a dude when it's time to get down. Right. So I respected that a lot with Foxy Brown. Yeah. So there there is evidence that you know women can actually do that without you know selling yourself as a sex image. Yeah. There there is a way to do it, you know, but that that road is narrow. But is today's generation going to accept that? <laughs> right. You have to feed it to them. Well, obviously not. If you, you know, like I said, they you've been thorough, <laughs> thoroughly conditioned to 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 liking it a certain way, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, how are you ever going to know if you're never exposed to it? You know, so uh other question I wanted to move on to was um why aren't more women in the GOAT discussion? Like, you hear these... Y'all yeah, know what GOAT means, right? You know. Greatest rapper of all time. All right, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it show So, you know, you hear the Jay-Zs, the Nas, the Biggies, the Tupacs, the G-Raps, Kane, and all these other guys. It's always a man. Why don't you ever really hear a woman, you know, in these discussions? I think women are viewed as secondary in hip hop. Yes. Mm. Or just even in general, like women are always put second to men. Right. If you look at it, we don't want to just have to talk about hip hop, just in life general. Mm. You know, in general, men is always put first and more respected and women is like, okay, you come after. So that's the, I think that that same type of attitude is still going on today. And I also think it's the body of work. I feel like there's more male rappers than female rappers. That's true. Right. To choose from more so than um, female rappers. And I think it's also the content, too. A lot of female rappers talk about sex. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of male rappers talk about money and drugs, too. But I think it's just more male rappers than female rappers. And women are always viewed as, as secondary in hip-hop. Definitely secondary. And do you think they even really give them a chance? Because there are a lot of, you know, like men, men get more of a chance easier to get into something compared to a female because I do believe that there have to be a lot of dope females out there that's about you know really uh, it's like as a skills. female you got to be 10 times nicer than the average exactly. man exactly they have to work harder just to be seen and show body that too yeah. even if they don't want <laughs> to yeah. yes if you want to get you know to that next plateau you know it's seeming like that's what you have to do you know like that's what I actually have a problem with like I feel like a woman should not have to show her body to attain a level of success, even a equal level of success uh, as her male counterpart. Like, I really feel like what we do here on this show, A-Level, is like we want to showcase those artists, whether they're male or female, that's doing it. 
you know, but unfortunately the industry kind of makes it where they have to, you know, have that sex appeal. You know, what like what are some things you feel like um not to say before we go further, I just want sure. to remind to the audience, listening audience, the number to call in is 718-509-9305. And if you could just repeat the topic of what we're on right now, Crew. So today we are discussing um, pretty much we have a panel of, of ladies that are close to us and they're giving their perspective on hip hop. Um, it's really just dealing with how they feel about hip hop past to present. So um, if you're out there, particularly if you're a lady and you want to call in and um you know give us your perspective on how hip hop has been progressing uh and your perspective on how you feel about hip hop the way women are portrayed we love to have you call in a level you get a number one more time uh 718 718-509-9305. that's 718-509-9305 the uh, most recent question that we're into right now is how come more women are in the goat discussion and we heard uh, quite a few opinions on. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think Les said that you know a, a point that she made was that it's it's so much more men, like it's saturated with men, and that that could be one of the reasons. I do agree with that. And I you think know? that it's just the way hip hop is set up. I don't feel like hip hop is really set up for a woman to be number one. Mm. More so than a man, like since the beginning of hip hop, like mm. when I re- like the other day I was watching um, TV one. About Roxanne Shantae's story Okay And it had some type of Big hip hop convention Back in the day And basically She won She she battle rapped And she won against Another rapper back then But Curtis Blow Did not let her win He mm. for a 4 out of 10 mm. And he said The reason why I'm giving you A 4 out of 10 Is because We can't have The world Knowing that hip hop Is run by a female That's 15 years old Wow so wow. I think it's just also like a media aspect how hip hop is viewed. Mm. Wow, that was profound mm-hmm. right there. Wow. You know, like that, it's nothing personal. He told us nothing personal. It's just basically business. Yeah, mm. that's a that's an interesting point, and it brings me back to um, like a level. You know, Jean Grey. One of the things she's a female MC, and one of the things she always used to have a problem with was. People labeling her like this word femsi. She never wanted to be, she never wanted to be recognized only in comparison to other female rappers. What does femsi mean? <laughs> so it's just it's just a female version of an MC. Got it. But she had an issue with that because um Absolutely. it felt like she was only competing with women. She wanted to be able to compete with everyone, including men. Um, and I guess when I first heard it, I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, but I could, I think from a woman's point of view, I could see, you know, but I didn't think about it like that, you know? Um, but I do feel like there are some sisters out there that can challenge the best of the male MCs, but it's very far in in between. Um, but what do you think a, a, a female MC has to embody to be able to say, oh, she can wear that crown. Well, I remember there was a movement where actresses didn't want to be called an actress. They wanted to be called an actor mm. as well. So they didn't Interesting. Di- differentiate if you're a female or a male. I am just an actor. So I, I get that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I dig it too. At first, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't think it was a big deal. 
But um, like for instance, Rhapsody is out right now. She embraces the title of being a female MC, but at the same time, she was one of the artists too that was like, I want to be put up against the best guys. You know, so she wasn't pushing. She didn't really care about that. They don't like being categorized or put in that box, which I totally understand. You know, um, I think what will make her um, as great as a guy is that her lyrics have to be on point. She has to be able to know how to battle rap. Her lyrics, even when she makes songs, it has to be good. Her beat selection has to be hot in order for her to really, you know, I guess for guys to take her that seriously. But even at the end of the day, even if she does all of that, Society still puts it in a way where they want the guy to still be first and the woman to be second. The girl could be dope. She could do everything a dude can do in hip hop. But at the end of the day, they're still going to put a second. Because you do have a lot of females out there that can whip a guy's ass, <laughs> you know, in hip hop like it ain't no tomorrow. But like Leslie was saying, they don't want to put that out there. Like they want men to stay number one, always ahead That's of women. That's the image of hip hop. But what, what does her content have to represent? Like what, because we know the sex image is what we see a lot, but what, what do you think are her con a, 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 a dope female MC, like what does her content embody, the subject matter that she I, talks about? Unfortunately, Corey, I don't really think it's about her content and her being the best lyricist. It's the way the game is set up. Yeah. It's the way the game is set up. She could be, it doesn't even matter what her content is. It's just the way that the game is set up for women to be secondary in hip-hop versus primary. That's true, but at the same time, I would like to hear about some real life, realistic stories of an everyday person. Like you said, a lot of the music that's on the radio today, Al, is talking about money. You know, like, do half of us have all these millions of dollars these people are throwing out from in the videos? We don't understand that life. It's a dream. We would want to live that life, but most people are not living that everyday life. I respect rappers when they're talking about everyday struggles. And what, and what happens and what you're doing to the listener is that you're a loser. This is the life that you're supposed to have. And if you don't have this, then you're not doing it. Exactly. You're not doing it. You got you to gotta keep, keep getting to this level. And if you, that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And, and, and for some of them to get to that level, they'll actually rob, steal, do crazy things out of the way. They just get that type of lifestyle and end up in serious trouble. You know what I'm saying? All sorts of things. Instead know? of, you know, just paying attention to your life and, you know, being who you're supposed to be and go down your own path. But it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I like to listen to real life, realistic stories that I go through. I could respect stories like that more, mm -hmm. you know. But I mean, you know, Les, you said, you know, it's not set up like that. And I agree with you. But what made the difference with a Lauryn Hill? You know what I mean? Like, what? It's a different time and a different era. When Lauryn Hill came out, you had female rappers that were like Lauryn Hill. And you had female rappers that were, that served sex. Now everybody's just serving sex. And Lauryn Hill already had that foundation of the Fugees. Okay. To back her up in what she was doing. I mean, would the miseducation of Lauryn Hill really have been successful without the, without her having the Fuji's background. Okay. That's a good point. Right. Because Rhapsody, who I think is the new version of Lauren Hill, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to categorize her, but just for example purposes, she got the Soul Council behind her, yeah. which is Ninth Wonder. She got Ninth Wonder behind her. And uh, even um, if we, there's a, there's a documentary on Netflix, I think it's called Rapture. And she's in one of the episodes and she talks about how Q-Tip, from Tribe Called Quest, actually taught her, uh, gave her pointers on how to write, wow. write rhymes and stuff. So that's a good point. 
like having that support system is like a like like Lauren had that foundation through the Fujis to be successful in that way. So we got hope, possibly. And for, <laughs> and for every, you should see her face. <laughs> She's like, it ain't happening. I'm gonna drink the wine out the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some a round of applause, please. <laughs> <laughs> and for every one Lauren Hill, you got eight thousand more Nicki Minaj's. Yeah. You know? That, it's hard. There's only but so many people that's gonna be allowed to do that, you know. So, um, very enlightening conversation. How y'all feel? First time on a podcast, I just doing it. a double check. I love like it. Okay, cool. So maybe we could do this another time. Oh, maybe definitely. a long. You know, I know it took a long time to get this happening, but I appreciate y'all again. Um, so Taya Gem, did you give your 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 favorite female MC? I, I didn't have just one in particular. I just named a couple of people, you know. Yeah, I know it's only like a handful, but like, you know, I didn't want to miss you on that. Well, like I said, I like um, Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah, Rod Digger, um, MC Light, uh, Little Kim. What about know? Charlie Baltimore? What happened to her? Foxy Brown. Charlie Baltimore, wow. Yeah, Charlie Baltimore. <laughs> Remember her? She, she was in at one time. Yeah. Like, she was really hitting hard, and that was it. Wow. She disappeared. What happened to Charlie Baltimore? That's a good question. Biggie happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Murder Inc. happened to her. Remember she was on Murder Inc.? Yep. Wow. Yeah, she was. She was signed to, uh, I don't know if she was signed, but she was definitely down with Murder Inc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That might have been the last time we heard anything yep. from her, you know. Yep. Yo, that's a that's a good point. I heard, I heard Shanti came into the picture and that was it. Word. Okay. Remember there was a chick named Vita yeah. that was yeah. down with them too. Yeah. Yo, we we should do a show Vita. recognizing. We need to do an early two thousands. <laughs> yep. Like all the females <laughs> that, that we don't hear about. Now let me say this: We're not really we're not singling out females. Like there's a lot of dudes in the game that people don't hear about neither. Right. You know, but I mean, it's funny. Like when we say like who's the best female MCs, it's like the same names come up, right? Like Queen Latifah, MC Light, and uh, Lauren Hill, right? And what is the one thing that these three women or women like them have in common? Speaking about lyricists. real life, yeah, versatile, great lyricists. Mm. If 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 um if Queen Latifah Bahamadia she was in that kind yeah. dope MC yo. how we had this conversation we didn't even talk about Eve oh yeah oh yeah that's Eve that's, that's my favorite girl. rapper yo <laughs> yeah we can't forget Eve yeah yeah <laughs> see you know what I'm saying it comes back you remember yeah. now and stuff you know but let me ask y'all if if Queen Latifah or MC Light were in their prime today, right? And they dropped the album. Like, would y'all ladies go purchase that album? I'm just asking you, like, would y'all purchase? You saying that these are your top MCs, right? Female yes, MCs. Yes. Would y'all buy it? Yeah, because we have a history with them. We know, we know that we know what they can do. You know, maybe a lot of the young people today that don't know them, they want to go out and buy it. You know. You know, unless of their favorite okay. artist is maybe on the track, you know, then maybe they'll be like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll listen to this person. But, you know. <laughs> What's the last album you bought? 
hip hop wise? I, I want to say hip hop, but like, if you can't pick a hip hop, if you can't remember hip hop, just tell me the last album. Music. Kanye, graduation. Graduate. I'll, I'll answer That's that for what two thousand and eight or something <laughs> like that. I'm gonna answer that for bees. Never worry, thirty first. Right. I, I just I'm not a hip hop person. Lottie Dottie. I don't know. Sugar Hill Gang. I don't know. I just don't listen to hip hop anymore. The only exposure I have is what I hear coming out of my husband's headphones, literally. And what's that? Um, Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla. Oh. Jay Dilla, the she, man, she, the myth, the legend. Me that the is time Jay, every Jay time Dilla. he's in a corner, everything of his phone. is Jay Dilla. Even Jay if I got nothing to do with hip hop, Jay Dilla. Rest in peace, Jay Dilla. <laughs> so you say uh, graduation, and that was the last time you actually spent I'm money lying. on an album. Um, it was a Kanye album, but I think it was 808's Heartbreak. I think, yeah. Okay. I just so you're a Kanye now. fan. I was Are you Kanye. still a Kanye no, fan? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Come closer to the mic. Yeah. No, I'm not. That's the last hip-hop album I bought. Okay. The last... Actually, no. The Carters. Oh. That was a really Jay, good album. Yeah. That was a really good yeah, album. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. They talked. They talked about some real stuff. Yes, I agree with that. They they doing it. Tiger Jam. What's the other, what's the last album you bought? Man, this is so shameful. I don't even know. Right, <laughs> me either. I, I really don't know. Do people still buy albums? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's been quite a long time. Now. Or do people buy sing- singles? Everything is stream. Or so now streaming is popular yeah, now. Like, yeah, now people are are streaming more. So the, the retail sale of an album is not what it used to be. You know. I think the only one album I ever actually purchased was um, whatever is the one, two, three, and to the four. Snoop Dogg. The Dog. Chronic. She talking about The Chronic. Only Yo, she going way back. It would be you I to purchase The Chronic. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to play. That was song number four. I remember it on the album. That's the only song. I loved it because the beat was crazy and I loved it. And that was my only album I ever brought hip hop. Wow, babe. I'm 46. I'm old. <laughs> I don't know about none of these new people, but that album was amazing. When you what 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 album did she say again? Snoop's, the Chronic. The Chronic. Oh, the, oh I, I was thinking Snoop's album. My bad. Ah, the Chronic. But I had a question for you. <laughs> that's one eight seven on the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Chronic. Yeah. Wow, that's old. You could say, <laughs> yeah. say it old. Yeah. <laughs> Dre Day, all of that stuff on there. Beautiful. What male rapper is doing it? the right way and is representing for the culture or even for women in the in the in the right way i'm gonna have to say jay-z that's my man jay-z i think he's just down for black people causes uplifting black people he does a lot for the community he just doesn't talk about it okay (laughs) Um, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I would have to say him, Jay. This last album, four forty four, was a great album, yo. It was a great album. It was a more. It was a mature album. Yeah, you know? I couldn't tell you one song. It was a good album. Mm-hmm. Speaking on generational wealth and all of that stuff. And yeah, four four four. He put he put his um his personal life out there. Yeah, you know his, his infidelity with uh, Beyonce and fighting through that. You know, and how does that look about <laughs> him having a daughter and how will Blue look at something like that and how to, the consequences of that that he has to go through, you know? And like what I said, 
real life struggles, mm-hmm. real things that you could relate to. That's right. why you respect the album. That's why it resonated with so many people exactly. because it was different than what people experienced from previous Jay Z albums. Yes, you know, most Jay Z, everybody's in love with Jay Z, the gangster, you know, the, the American gangster, and all that stuff was was dope, was dope music, you know. But are we gonna still talk about how much keys I could flip and you know how much drugs I you know <laughs> Colombian coke and all this other stuff? Exactly, and how much money I got and, and how much holes and I, it gets boring after a while, like. <laughs> I got more money than you. Hi, yeah. Exactly, I'm living the life. I'm doing this. I'm not. Exactly. I'm going to work tomorrow. You know? Exactly. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. All right, so I'm a, I know um, you guys been here a minute, so I'm not going to keep y'all too long, but I want to close out with a, with, a, with a couple more questions. I know, I know. <laughs> Tell you, Jim is asking me. All right, so let's go to that question. Um, I was supposed to ask it earlier. So this female rapper, no, not a rapper. She's a singer. Ari Lennox. She's signed to J. Cole's label. She is a dark-skinned sister. Yeah, you can look it up, V. <laughs> um, I would say brown skin. Um, but she, someone, I, I think it might have been on Twitter or in social media, uh, had said that she looked like a dog. Who said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wow. a. Oh yeah, there was another basketball player. No, she's beautiful. His wife. I I know you're talking about. <coughs> you remember? Okay, all right. So yeah, someone said that she she looked like a dog, and I mean, when I immediately got wind of it, I had to make a post. I posted on Instagram that I really really support. He said she looked like a dog, like on Twitter or like. Yeah, it might have been on Instagram. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, you talking about Tiana Taylor? Tiana okay, Taylor. yeah, they said something about her too, and um, wow. I think it was I think it was a a brother that said that, you know um. Our own people. Our own yes. people. And it was disrespectful, and it was a big. She came on crying, saying that she is so fed up and so sick and tired of how. Of, of our own people disrespecting us like that. And she's like, where? She said, we're not protected. No. Why she said, would, would you, you ever see a white man come out and, and disrespect their own white woman? Even yeah, if they have issues, uh, would they ever come out and say that? So she was literally crying. And she said, I have so much people up here disrespecting me, saying my nose is big, I look ugly. She says, I'm a black woman. I'm yeah, a, so wow. I, I, you see Talia Gem is passionate yeah, about this right. one. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I dig it. You know, my perspective on what I wanted to know is like, um, like how how does how does the woman, particularly the black woman, respond to this? It's like, what's the first thing that you're thinking like to respond to a remark like that? I think it's sad if a black man called a black woman a dog. I think it's sad because why would you view your own somebody from your own color as that do you view your mom like that do you view your sister like that do you view your aunts like that exactly i right. think it's extremely sad that that's the that's that's what you think of a woman of your culture right so what do you think about yourself right hatred at the end of the day black people we suffer from self-hatred terribly even if we want to say that we're over it, we're not. No. This is something that has been embedded in us for so many years. 
you know. So these black men don't have respect for their own women. They don't even like their own selves. They don't have respect for themselves. So nine times out of ten, when you see men acting like that, guess what type of woman is on their arm? Right. A black woman, something outside, because they discuss their own race. They discuss being with a black woman, even though they don't know that, realize that they're disrespecting their own mother and sister and everything. But if you right. bring it to them like that, oh, I'm not saying mama, no, we're they black women too. You came from a black woman. Right. Let's stop playing games. Right. I know Al and I talked about this yesterday. We talked about how we're happy and sad at the same time that Hair Love won an Oscar. We're happy that black people were, were recognized, but we're sad that we have to put out a book and a documentary that your hair is beautiful. That just shows you, yeah, that's like, to get to out that of point. all the things in the world, we have to write a book about hair. Yes. And I'm sure there's a bunch of people that think that, I can't believe all the other nominees were snubbed about a stupid little book about hair. But the fact is, it's so bad about our self-image that we had to put out a documentary right. about hair. Yeah. That is yes. so sad. Yes. And again, I and I'm pretty sure the world will get tired of me hearing about it now that i'm a mom i am so careful about the things that my kids are exposed to and we make them watch <laughs> hair love at least once or twice a day at least once or twice a because day. they need to see themselves because i never saw myself on tv back in 1970s no nope. never and thank god i had um uh exposure of light-skinned mom dark-skinned dad so i had the I had a uh, the the full everything, right, yeah. but then there's some people who think that dark skin is ugly, light skin. Then I have twins. One is dark skin, one is light skin, and already yeah. you'll hear people saying, "Oh, like one of my neighbors said that my uh, light lighter skin daughter, oh her skin is beautiful, while the darker skin one was standing right there." Mm. I can promise you, I can't make that up. Yeah, she said, "Oh, her skin is beautiful." I'm like, "Wait, no, both of their skin is beautiful." So the point is, it's like it's just sad that we're at this day and age that we'd have to, you know, put ourselves in a situation where we had to check people, right? Mm. Had it to is, check people on that. This is where we are to protect them. Beautiful, right? But because one of their skin is lighter, you're gonna have to stay uplifting them. Because so now I have to talk about it where other races will just have to talk about where you get to teach your children ABCs and colors and shapes. I have to teach my children that in addition to you're beautiful yes. and you don't have to dress like this and we have to shield what they watch. Yeah, You know, going back to this thing about Ari Lennox <laughs> and her being called a dog. Um, I wanted to know, like, what was what was baffling to me is like, well, maybe not baffling because I'm not surprised by this, although I'm disappointed by it. I didn't see a lot of male male rappers or support, male artists no. respond right. wow, okay. in support. Like, what do y'all feel a male should do in a situation like this? At the minute that they hear something like this, how does her male counterparts respond? Not to put them out there, but like... Right. But they may have responded to the person directly. Okay. That's you know true. what I mean? They made it to just call them. Cause That's some, a good point. Because everybody in the industry pretty much knows everybody. So they may have not took it a public platform, but it's so serious that I'm not even going to post anything on Instagram for a bunch of likes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick up the phone and call you directly and say, Corey, what you said was wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? So they may have. 
But was it a necessity? Do you feel like there was a necessity for them to go public too? Yes. And like just put it out there and be like. public, then yeah. you need to rebu- be rebuked publicly yeah. as well. But some of them will just hopefully assume that they just picked up the phone and said, bruh, nah. And I don't think that black men realize, black men realize how they influence young black men. Right. So when a black man has a woman on his shoulder that's not a black woman, other young black men may look at them and say, hmm, why is that? Why does he have somebody on his shoulder that doesn't look like a black woman? Maybe I should do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's about influencing. You have to show the, I don't want to say the right example, but you know, you influence the next generation. So you have to be very conscious of that. But I think it's okay if you marry us out of your race, as long as you say, I love her because she treats me right, blah, 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 not because her skin is this, that, and the other. Um, I, I, yeah, I think it's okay no, to no. marry Sajid, but I how think are you it's treating too, your I mother? think it's how okay, too, but there's a, there's, a, there's a problem with famous um, black men or black men as well off that don't, black, that don't marry black women. Why is that? That is true. As soon as when they make it, they feel like being with something outside their race is like better. Better. They 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 will argue that the reason why they marry outside their race is because that's all that's around them. They, that's all when they that's run in a, <laughs> an elite circle that there there's not as many women of color that are in that run in the same circle. Well, marry your little high school girlfriend that was with you when you had three dollars in your pocket and you was eating that grapes papaya like <laughs> LeBron did, like LeBron. Right, where's she at? Right, but most of them not gonna they're not gonna do that. So it's, it's it's a sad sorry it's a sad case of affairs. You know. Right. Um, Self-hatred is a terrible thing. And like you said, Beatrice, it's okay to marry outside of your race or be with somebody out of your race. Like for me, as long as it's based upon love. Right. I don't have a problem with that because sometimes things just happen that way. Right. But my problem is because I know us as black people suffer so terribly from self-hatred, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to say for every situation, but nine times out of ten, we're going outside the race because we want a certain looking child. Right. Because we know if the child looks a certain way, that means better opportunities, more friends, you're more likable. Everybody's going to say that you're beautiful. And because I know we suffer from a race like that, that's where I always go first before I start thinking about the love. But like I said, there are cases, yes, where you really do fall in love with somebody outside. But because we're a race that suffer with self-hatred terribly, nine times out of ten, they're trying to change that color. They're trying to change that look because we suffer terribly from it. Right. Terribly. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I just seen the dude that actually made the tweet. Looked like he, he definitely was a black guy. The tweet, damn, should I give him? No. Should I state? Nah, I don't, I'm not going to state Don't even the, give him any attention. Right. Yeah. Don't get that no press. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say what it was, what it said. But, um, Tiana Taylor, because basically they, he compared them to Rottweilers, wow. to be more specific. <clears throat> he said that they they have high sex appeal, but they look like rock, Rottweilers. And his his thing was like, it amazes him that they have high sex appeal, but could look like rock. I mean, it's very disrespectful. The same day Ari Lennox responded to the tweet by writing... People hate blackness so bad. And then Tiana Taylor said, there's no lies in the statement. Wow. So she was agreeing with what Ari Lennox said, you know, people hate black people so bad. And I know my pastor said this, that a million people can tell you that you look great. 
that one person that tells you that you look bad, that's the one thing that you're going to run with. Yeah. And that's true about us. It's crazy, right? That's the truth. The negative has a bigger impact than the positive. (laughs) You always pay attention to what someone says negative about you. And that's why we have to be careful with our words, careful how we uplift women, uplift each other. And yeah. Sound like some good closing words right there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, B. Um, so in closing, I just want to thank you all again. Uh, I know it's Friday night and y'all could have been in y'all beds <laughs> or just, you know, relaxing at home or wherever you 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 could have been on a Friday night. So I do appreciate y'all for coming and taking the time to talk with us. Um I'll kind of hit you guys with this one last question. And if a level, you got a question, you could go as well. Um, But I'll say like, what, what would you want in the next five years? What are some things you would like to see hip hop do that would make you say, you know, as a woman, I really like that direction. Versatility. Yeah. Variety. Especially like back in the days, remember you? I remember how we used to talk about it. You had the conscious people, then you had the the thugs. You had different variety for you to go to. Yeah, you have flavor. You had different whatever spice that you you were into. It was there and it was available to you. It's not available anymore. So more versatility across the board. Right. Mm-hmm. So whether you're a female or a male rapper. More yeah. Because yeah, some days I may feel like being like Nicki Minaj, and then some days I may feel like being like rap Rhapsody. 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 You said Rhapsody. My bad. <laughs> My bad, Rhapsody. I'm gonna I'm 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 put you on the Rhapsody, lads. I'm gonna I'm send you her music. Cool. You gonna you check it out? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Ariana and Alex, I feel you, girl. I'm with you. And you're beautiful. Yes, you yes, are. You are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, I was going to ask another question, but I, it, it sounds as though that's already been answered, so I'm not, I'm not okay. even going to go into it. I um, so that's that's pretty much it. So you you no um no other points as far as where you would like to see hip hop go, Talia Jam. Just versatility. More versatility yeah, too. Variety. Okay, I could dig that. All right, thank y'all so much for being on. Thank you for having us. Thank this was you. fun. Out the box talks. Much, 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 much love. Oh, 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 oh. Um, so this show will be airing. This show will be airing. It's it's live now, but we're gonna air it on the podcast. We usually air the podcast every two weeks. So this one, I'll probably put this one up very quickly. Um, because um this is like a bonus episode because we do have another episode coming A level next week, um, which listeners are gonna get a chance to check out. You wanted to say something, Talia, Jim, before you left? Uh, just please continue to listen and support Out the Box. That's right. Yes, quality we got, content. Yo, quality. we are doing so much this year. Like mm. it's, I already got two interviews lined up already. That's good. We we going in this year. It's no joke. Like so. Um, just keep with us on the ride. Yeah. I thank these ladies. These ladies are very near and dear to us. Um, and I'm just so happy that they were able to give us this time today. And I hope anyone listening, y'all get some some good uh It's one of the best shows that we've had just yet, you know? This was fun. This was different. Yeah. Thank you but for yeah, having yeah. us, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Likewise. I had a good time. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you.
Oh, you gonna oh, sing? Oh, yeah. 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 Jim gonna sing and get us out of here. <laughs> sing us out, Talia Jim. Sing us out. Sing us out. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. So you sure? Yeah, I'm good. All right. <laughs> so we are, we out of here. Thank y'all again for listening. Remember, you could catch us on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook page is Out the Box Radio. Um, our Instagram is Out the Box Media. Um, we have a hip hop group uh, on Facebook. It's called Hip Hop Thinks Out the Box. Yep. Um, what else? What else? What else? We got. Oh, you can find us on Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Um, you can find us on Mixcloud. You can find us on um, Spotify. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, Out the Box TV. But yeah, for the podcast, we're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're Google, on Google, Google Podcasts. Podcast. Um, so all you got to do is type in Out the Box Talks. Um, and. You know, subscribe on those platforms um, because once you subscribe, you know, you show us that you're connected, you know, and you you, you want to hear more. And hit us up if you have any questions, if there are any artists you would like to see uh, on the show or guests. Um, our email is outtheboxradiorep at gmail.com. O-U-T-D-A-B-O-X radiorep at gmail.com. And until then, as you say, Amen, <laughs> but what happened to... When I when I say when I, y'all gonna do this when I say well, whatever happened to peace y'all gonna say peace you gonna all say peace at all the right? same time all right hey yo what happened to peace hey. peace 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 <laughs> yo.